0: Hey Siri, play Social Geek Radio. Okay, Social Geek Radio podcast coming up. Hello geeks and welcome to Social Geek Radio. I'm Jack Munson, your host and social media conciliare. Today's guest is Debo Padgett. And today's episode is brought to you by Thrive. Subtle Strauss, and Consumer Fusion. Consumer Fusion is the only all-in-one reputation management provider that helps remove inappropriate content online. 80% of consumers say that a negative review has prevented them from choosing a business. Consumer Fusion has removed over 60,000 illegitimate negative reviews across major directory sites like Google, Facebook, Indeed, and Yelp check them out at consumerfusion.com/franchise consumer fusion keeping reviews honest deboe paget is the director of marketing and creativity for color me mine and she joins us for the first time on social geek radio right now hey deboe how are you
1: hi I'm great. Thank you for having me.
0: It's been a hot minute or two since you and I have chatted. I was, I was so glad to reconnect with you over LinkedIn over the past couple of weeks. Um, before we get into talking a little marketing and, and branding and strategy, give everybody a little background on yourself. What's your story?
1: Sure. So I'm, I'm an artist at heart. I, I practiced art at the Mississippi Museum of Art where I lived um, as an adolescent. And then that followed me into uh, my college career and my early 20s. And I'm from, I'm a millennial. And so, you know, within that generation, when you were an artist in the age of social media, um, I had to build my own website, you know, social media, Facebook pages were coming around. So I had to do all of that on my own. And that was around 2010. Um, And I did that for a while and then began uh, freelancing those services to people in the greater New Orleans area where I was living at the time. And then that sort of bloomed into a full-blown career. Um, and it's just serendipitous that I ended up at an arts and crafts uh, brand, you know, considering that uh, I have a background in art and painting as well. Yeah,
0: I, I, I love that connection. And then also that brand just happened to be a franchise system so correct uh so how long have you been in the franchising game now
1: so I've been in franchising for about six years now and it is very different isn't it yeah (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) you know none of us went to college to be in franchising right like it's one of those things that you know you you somehow stumbled into and now they just don't let you go do they
1: they don't. It's very challenging, <laughs> but in a really great way, you know? Um, oh yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like a puzzle. And it's like a puzzle with, um, with, it's like a three-dimensional puzzle, right? With yeah. with lots of steps upward and, and outward. And and speaking of that, you had uh, a bit of a change with the company at the beginning of this year.
1: Yes, actually. Um, in 2020 painting with a twist acquired, uh, color mine and then, uh, a distribution, uh, sector uh, called Chesapeake Ceramics, and then also Twist Brands came to fruition out of that acquisition, and Twist Brands is now the umbrella brand account for all three um, of those entities. So nice. We just keep on growing.
0: Yeah, yeah. How, how many locations are we looking at with with all of the different brands together right now?
1: I would say a little over four hundred. Wow! Um, I, I believe painting with a twist currently sits around two hundred and fifty, wow. and Color Me Mine sits at one hundred
0: and thirty. That's that's excellent. So you're in charge of marketing specifically for um, Color Me Mine. Um, tell me a little bit about that brand specifically. How long has it been around? And and what sort of the differentiator between that and some of the some of the the smaller competitors or or independent shops out there.
1: Sure. So, Color Me Mine is actually celebrating our 30th anniversary this year. Wow! That's yeah, amazing. Huge yeah. wow. And um, it it was it started in 1991, and it is a paint your own pottery franchise. So, the goal for Color Me Mine is to make painting pottery accessible to everyone, so that everyone can kind of come in and get creative whenever they want to.
0: Very cool. Who's your typical customer? Is it is it um... Adults? Is it kids? Is it families? Is it a combination? What's what sort of the what sort of the vibe inside the shop?
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely geared towards kids, um, but we do have adults coming in, especially Gen, Gen Z comes in um, mm. a lot. I see them, you know, across social media with user generated content. Um, you know, it's, it's real popular because arts and crafts in general have that social currency, you know, and so it's. It's fun to show off that you're being creative yeah. um, on social media, you know, yeah. that's reflected from a lot of celebrities who see Color Me Mine as a household name, you know, and love to spend time with their kids there.
0: So outside of what you're doing at the, at the brand level and what the franchisees and the local store level are doing, there's sort of a third level, I guess, of what the customers of those franchisees are doing, and they're probably sharing more content every day than the rest of us combined. I would guess.
1: Yes, there is tons of user generated content, and you know it's all remarkable, especially with TikTok on the rise. Yeah, um, and Instagram Reels. It's really just incredible what a guest can put together, you know, in a few few snapshots.
0: Is that really sort of the? Um... The uh, the platform of choice for most of the Color Me Mind guests is it is it is it uh, TikTok and Instagram Reels now?
1: Um, that's actually the the shift that we're seeing. It's mm. not there yet, but I predict it will go there. Um, you know, we've been very Facebook and Instagram heavy. Uh, I would say like 2015 to 2018 was extremely Facebook advertising heavy. Yeah. You know, and and you're seeing, and I think a lot of brands are seeing this too. The shift to Instagram. I mean, Instagram makes the most sense because it is so visual and yeah, you know, yeah, it's fun it's, like that. it's images
0: and videos and you know pretty stuff and yeah, it it, right. it makes a lot of sense for you guys. And and now moving into, you know, what two years ago everyone was scoffing at and and using as the punchline. Now, what could be the most powerful platform out there for? Oh my a brand gosh, like yours, yeah, TikTok, right?
1: I love TikTok. Um, TikTok fascinates me because uh, Gen Z are like, they're these video producers, these creative directors, and they don't know it. It's kind of like millennials, yeah. you know, learning code for MySpace. W- with, a,
0: with a website. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or, yeah. Right. But
1: that's what they are in terms of like being a video producer and all of that. They don't realize um, how talented they, they really are. Uh, Cause they do all, they, they create all of that content for TikTok, even if it's, you know, like dry humor or sarcasm or, you know, something done ironically, it's still executed well. Um, and that's the fascinating part to me.
0: Is there a way, and maybe this is part of your overall strategy. Is there a way to, um, you know, really sort of set the customers up to succeed on TikTok or, or maybe Instagram reels and, and encourage them to share their creations on those channels? And like, is there a, a place within each location where, you know, you're, you're encouraging people to, you know, pull out the phone and, and, and share, or how, how do you really make that part of your brand? And, and even further, how do you keep some consistency going there?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So one thing that we are working on currently, um, we are creating uh, a painted murals um, sort of guidelines and we're supplying our franchise system with multiple mural types that are all extremely graphic and, um, you know, very fun, almost like an art gallery. Mm. Uh, And then, you know, with those, we'll have some that are sort of specifically for selfies, That would encourage guests you know to go and um you know take a picture in front of especially because our studios rely on foot traffic uh for a lot of their daily revenue um and so it could encourage people that might not even come in you know to go in to the store um and then you know lots of typography will be uh it'll be really fun and playful and so that sort of interior overhaul will be coming in 2022 for a lot of our studios to sort of meet the needs of you know, user-generated
0: content on the rise. Very cool. Um, what else are you doing to, you know, sort of uh, push the brand out at the local level or the or the customer level? Uh, at the same time, keeping everything consistent because I'm I'm sure it could be pretty easy for every location to go off the rails if if so many people, so many creative people, uh, are are sharing right. things on their own, right?
1: Sure. So uh, we did this at painting with a Twist as well. We have launched Canva Enterprise Mm. um, and it has been just my favorite marketing tool I think to work with. Uh, You know, because we can create brand templates um, and have a brand kit, which essentially just means that it is our branded fonts and our branded colors that are locked um, and then give sub-accounts to all of our franchisees. And so that way they can customize our are you know professionally designed templates with their local message so we still provide all of the ready graphics you know that are just plug and play they're ready to go but we also provide a customization like uh, temp- a customizable template and that way the franchisee can log in and switch out the product piece you know maybe it's not um a piece of dragon pottery maybe it's unicorn pottery mm-hmm. uh, and they can easily switch that out and even change some text for the local message and then Bam, you know we we're, we're we're staying branded and consistent across the board um, because that is one thing that we're focusing on um, pretty heavily. It color me mine is sort of raising the bar for that brand compliance.
0: Yeah, I love the idea of of empowering the franchisees with the tool, especially something as cool as Canva. Um, I, I we use Canva here every day, and, and yes. I I haven't found anything better because I am horrible at graphic design. I'm terrible right I'm an old radio guy so <laughs> <laughs> so canva makes it really easy for me to create graphics with the logo and and and, and the right colors and really not screw anything up too badly um, Anything else you're doing as far as uh, getting that 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 corporate brand out there and and keeping everything consistent and and helping the franchisees scale up?
1: Well, I think you just said it. So helping the franchisees, you know, keeping that dialogue open, making yourself available um, all the time and kind of just being there, you know, and being an ally with the franchise system. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know I, I work, I technically work for corporate, but, you know, I I believe I work for the franchise system. Yeah, right. Um, we, we all work you know? for the
0: franchisees right. at the end of the day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> at the end of the day, right?
0: If, if you, and- <laughs> if you keep that, that mindset of I'm actually here working for the customer, right. And and that's really my customer right now. Um, yep. it, it just uh, uh, kind of jumps ahead to uh, um, helping the right people at the right time. So I love that idea.
1: Yeah. And so just, you know, staying in touch, creating those relationships and that way, if someone needs help with something specifically, you know, that they can't figure out on their end in Canva, for instance, or, you know, on anything else, then um, it's easy to hop on and, and, you know, Canva has that whole share option on designs and that just, I mean, that saves hours of time. Um, And so I'd rather, you know, take a few minutes out of my day to connect with a franchisee and make sure that they, you know, understand how to use Canva while also giving them some tips and moving some stuff around and then they're done. And then, you know, they're happy because they have something that they're pleased with that, you know, that sort of got tweaked and then I'm happy because I know that it's nice and branded. Right.
0: Right. Your franchisees are probably, and and I'm just making an assumption here, um, just due to the nature of your business, they're probably a bit more creative, a bit more visual and, and maybe a, a better visual marketer than a lot of the franchise systems that I talked to. Is, is that correct?
1: I would believe so. I, I I think so. My only experience in franchising has been in the arts and crafts industry. And so, um, you know, it was the same at Painting with a Twist, a lot of really creative talent, um, you know, and it works to our advantage because we have town halls where we allow the franchisees to kind of use their voice mm. and make suggestions and of course we're very transparent about anything that we're working on um, you know and that way we get great direction from them and so it's really a collaborative effort uh, just to make sure that everything we are putting out from headquarters makes sense in terms of the local markets
0: Back in a moment after this word from Subtle Strauss. Subtle Strauss eliminates the franchisor marketing busy work of redundant customizations while protecting brand standards by giving franchisees self-service access to customize, print, download, and mail brand right collateral for their local markets from one central online portal. They offer franchises scalable solutions for managing their marketing collateral, direct mail, promotional products, and signage needs. Growing brands like Goldfish Swim School, Christian Brothers Automotive, and Topper's Pizza have saved thousands of dollars and have been able to run their marketing programs with a small graphic design staff by leaning on Subtle Strauss as a strategic marketing partner. You can get a free demo or download some case studies at subtlestrauss.com slash franchise. That's subtle-strauss.com slash franchise. What trends are you seeing with, with the craft side of your business? Are, are people, I would assume at this point, and, and by the way, folks, we're recording this in October of 2021, in case you're listening far in the future, um, <laughs> I would assume at this point, people are back and, and they're, they're present and they're in person again, um, uh, working with your franchisees. Yes?
1: Yes. Um, but there is one sort of product trend that I think is here to stay, and that's to go so um, throughout the pandemic you know both brands pivoted to accommodate to go since uh painting of the twist and color me mine are are both sort of gathering centric you know Uh, Mm -hmm. a lot of our product is experience versus something tangible Mm -hmm. and so to go i think is here to stay you know we have created new programs for parties to go or delivery parties where it's you know us bringing you the to go um, and executing the party at your own, uh, at your own house. Oh, I but- see. So,
0: so you could have it at a, a facility or somebody's family exactly. room or wherever and, and right. all of the stuff comes in. God, perfect. And all of
1: that what existed before. Um, it existed pre-pandemic, but it was such a small margin of what we did. Um, you know, that it was easily forgotten about and there wasn't market, marketing collateral to really support it. Um, and now it it is a full-blown like leg of the business. Nice, um, nice. Yeah. And I, I just, I don't see that changing. I think that there's always going to be um, a group of consumers who are a little more cautious, um, you know, and that may or may not want to come into a brick and mortar, but still yeah. want to find that activity to keep them busy or, you know, especially keep their kids busy.
0: Excellent. What about franchising in general? You've been in this game for several years now. Um, do you see any big changes coming our way in franchising or, or even marketing uh, a yeah. franchise at this kind of scale?
1: Yeah, we already kind of touched on it. I think that TikTok is really the future. Nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I just, that platform just blows me away. The growth numbers blow me away. Um, you know, the app downloads surpassed Facebook and Q3 of this year which, you know, is just unheard of because Facebook yeah. has always been the leader. And, you know, that, I think that that is where we're heading. Like I said earlier, you know, we've been a very Facebook advertising heavy brand um, for a while. And it made a lot of sense back in 2015, 2016. Um, Instagram never became the main advertising platform, but in marketing in general, you know, video content is on the rise uh, of popularity. And I think that Instagram Reels and TikTok are going to be the place where brands are in the next 10 years, like more so than Facebook.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, if anybody has additional questions for you about what you're doing on the marketing side or maybe just about the brand in general, where can we send them?
1: Sure, so you can go to www.colormemine.com uh, or you can reach out to me directly at deboe.pagent at colormymind.com. <laughs>
0: Before we go, a quick word from Thrive. Thrive is an end-to-end client experience software for growing franchise brands. With their turnkey solution, franchisors can be confident every location is running and growing on the same franchise marketing software. Easily view your best and worst performing locations, filtered by metrics such as geography, average order value, number of appointments, and more. Keep tabs on your entire business and individual locations all from one place. Check them out today at thrive.com slash features slash franchises. And thanks for listening to Social Geek. We're here to help you get yourself ready for the comeback of a lifetime. This is the Social Geek Radio Network.